0: Welcome back to another episode of Relief and Relatability. This podcast was created with the intent to inspire, impact, and drop gems through my life story so it can help you through your life story and journey. So, if you've been following me on Instagram, you kind of have a hint as to what today's podcast episode will be about. Well, if you've been following my stories, so I'm going to be a bit more transparent today about my. Journey as an entrepreneur. Um, I'll absolutely be speaking from vulnerability today. Uh, So let's just get straight into it. So before we dive in today, I would first like to greet you all and say hello. And I hope that everyone has had an amazing week. I hope that we all did something to make us smile this past week, something that brought us joy, something that brought us laughter. So of course you all know I normally start off with a recap about my week and nothing has changed we are definitely gonna do that because it's gonna usher us into our main topic today um so I had a, a pretty steady week overall um, and like any other day, I always discuss you know how I'm feeling and what's going on with me with my husband and Being completely honest and transparent last week, I was just voicing to him some of my own gripes and complaints about the entrepreneurship journey, um, things that I just endure along the way, still working through. And, um, you know, Desmond reassured me a lot and was just talking to me about, you know, being more authentic and sharing how I really feel. And I already feel like I do that to an extent, but I'm also recognizing that some of the pain points are still occurring with myself and a few other entrepreneurs that I know. Um, And I'm realizing that, again, I have to create what I wish existed. And as I say these words out loud, it brings me back to when I had Emery Nicole Hair Studios. That's the salon that I had in Durham. um, It just brings me back to a lot of moments I had in that space and a lot of conversations that I was having in that space. And I would always say, you know, if God had me endure this so I could share my story or um, just be able to help usher clearer pathways for another entrepreneur, then that is my purpose. That's what I'm called here to do. Um, So as I sit here in this moment, I am completely, and I'll be honest, uh, nervous and open and sharing this intimate part of who I am. But I recognize that my story frees someone else. Um, So we're going to just dive straight into it. I'm here. I'm led to just talk about my experiences. So I've I've been an entrepreneur. I don't even know the years off the top of my head. Um, But I've been an entrepreneur for a while now. Honestly, before I even really understood what an entrepreneur is or the impact that being an entrepreneur uh, has made on my life. Um, I've been, of course, you all know I've been doing hair for a while, like unprofessionally started in high school with doing hair on my friends and things like that. Um, And before I came on this, podcast to record this episode, I was reflecting a lot just about me as an entrepreneur in general. And this shit is in me. And shout out to Ruben, my husband's best friend. Um, I remember him mentioning that on a the first episode of Free Game with Emory Nicole, my former podcast. And it's still available if anyone wants to go give that a listen. I'm not deleting it because it's a part of my path and who I am. Um But he had told me like, this is you like the entrepreneur gene is embedded in your body. And I, I really, uh, it hits different thinking about that now, especially before I came on here when I was reflecting about my journey, because I feel who I am is also attached to my ancestors who came before me, um, as well as one of my direct parents and my grandmother's brother, um. My uncle Robert—he's passed away now. Well, my great uncle Robert—he was a—is uh, escaping me—a landscaper in Chapel Hill. He was well known many years back for landscaping. He had his own landscaping business, and I just became privy to that information. Um, honestly, this year, and when I heard that, like, it did so much for me because I never. Like for me, like I feel like I'm my like not the first entrepreneur in my family, like direct descendant from my parents, but I feel like I'm the first entrepreneur to fully sustain my lifestyle off of my talents and my gifts. And to hear that my great uncle um, was an entrepreneur way back in like the 1940s and 1950s. Um, just really empowers me because we know how times were during those times and um yeah it 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 just meant a lot for me and then also my father he still works a regular 9 to 5 but he also has had his hand in entrepreneurship so it's been all around me i've been exposed to it um but it's something about going through it that it it really it really just <laughs> evolves you as a person, I feel like entrepreneurship and who I am are directly connected as one. Um, So when I first took my biggest leap of faith, and that's when I opened, well, my first biggest leap of faith was when I came out of hair school um, and decided to do hair full time and just to see what my skills and talents could get me then. Um, That was mind blowing. And then when I opened the salon in Durham, that that was like the biggest leap that scared the shit out of me. Um, And when I think about it, every leap that I've taken, every opportunity that I've betted on myself, I've done every last one of them scared, including recording this podcast episode for you all. Um, This is the true definition of entrepreneurship. A lot of times it's just shooting your shot in the dark. Deciding when is the, like figuring out when it's the proper time to bet on you. There are a, there are definitely a lot of celebratory moments, those moments where we realize we're crushing our goals or we're absolutely in a space of life um that we once dreamed about. But there are also those times that I'm going to talk about today that um leave us naked, leave us nervous, leave us not knowing. And everything... About entrepreneurship for me has been moving without an understanding of which next move is going to be that move. Uh, it's, it's it's I I do a and forgive me if there are pauses in this because I'm really working through my thoughts and making sure I'm coming off with clarity and everything. Um, but I did a lot and still do a lot of research on certain people who are in a place of success and I'll kind of go back and go comb through their journey to see if there are any relatable moments to see if they had the same struggles that I had to see if they had lessons that they had to learn quote unquote sometimes we call these failures but I don't look at them as such I I think they just honestly redirect us to exactly what we're supposed to be doing and some of these people who I would look up like a lot of this time would be when I had my salon in Durham just because there was a lot that I just had to like get shit done because I was it was relying on me and of course my husband helping me um but in those moments when I would be feeling low and needing motivation and trying to dig deep to fight and find like that next form of inspiration to keep me going I would go and look at certain success stories. I remember one that I read was one about the owner of Starbucks. And I think I happened to be looking at it on my phone. And the time that he was planning to open a coffee shop, I believe, I'm I'm trying not to misquote because this was like maybe three years ago when I looked this up. But at the time when he decided to open his coffee shop. I believe his wife was like seven or eight months pregnant. They didn't have any money, like the money that they had at the time they used towards his business. And they were at their lowest, just like betting on this opportunity and seeing if it shake. And now when you look at that business, I'm sure it's a multi-billion dollar brand. And that story just gave me hope. Like kept me holding on because you want like and my that is my whole purpose in recording this episode because when you're going through things as an entrepreneur or when you're wondering like am I crazy for betting on this because you have this vision or you have this yearning in your soul that you know like I'm on to something. I'm going to do something great. But with the current moment that you're sitting in your fruit may not be bearing in that season yet. And it's constantly sowing. It's constantly planting seeds. And, but when you're in those low moments, you want to see someone who has a similar story to you. You want to see, okay, I'm not crazy. Like somebody else went through this shit. So that was one story. And then I will also listen to a lot of Nipsey's interviews and just listen to his journey and things that helped him move forward and I'm trying to think it was, it was someone else's story that I looked at. I want to say it was Oprah's, but I don't remember the details of it, but the one with the owner of Starbucks stood out boldly in my mind. But, um, basically like there is, it's so much nakedness in this shit, y'all. Like (laughs) it is so many days and and I'm going to speak from currently like The space that I'm in right now is like a weird-ass space. Um, Since I've been an entrepreneur, I've known to be very task-oriented, you know, to be very goal-oriented, to just constantly be working. But the space that I'm in right now, I'm slowing down. And it's really foreign for me because I'm looking around at everyone else and everyone else is kind of like, you know, doing what they need to do for their business and doing, you know, what they need to push their self forward. And sometimes in doing that, it's not good. It's, it's it's not because you everyone's path is carved out differently. And right now, that could be their season to be driving at that force or to be, you know, mashing the gas that hard. And it could be my season to kind of sit down, renew and sow some seeds for myself. And, and that's the key. That's the hardest part. Sometimes I feel for me, like within my journey, because there is no real blueprint to go by. And I feel because everyone kind of keeps their process and their journey to themselves. There's no form of relatability across the board and in relatability. I mean, Like we can't see a commonality that we share with another entrepreneur if we don't really see their struggle. Like if we can't see that, I don't feel like that can pull us together to really help each other. Um, So I hope what you all hear today, any entrepreneur out there listening to this or anyone who is not an entrepreneur and works a nine to five who listens to this, I'm still there. I'm still sure there's something that you can take from it. Um, so where I am, I've noticed, um, a few things that myself and a few other entrepreneurs have been having a time with. And I was just having a conversation a few days ago, um, and we were speaking in regards to like insurance and things like that, like health insurance, vision insurance, dental insurance. And we know like, if you work a nine to five. You don't even have to worry about that. Like nine times out of 10, that's already in your employment package and the payments are being pulled out of your check along with your taxes. When you're an entrepreneur, baby. Like I wish that there was some type of system or format, some type of app that is catered towards entrepreneurs. So when we are looking at insurance forms outside of Medicaid and things like that that these plans are easier to read that it fits your certain type of lifestyle or the certain type of income you're bringing in as an entrepreneur like a, a a lot of a lot of I wouldn't say I find a lot of my time being spent on researching but a good bulk of my time has been spent researching as an entrepreneur and I think especially because I'm a black woman and my resources are limited I have to dig. I have to read. And a lot of that, it's like, sometimes you don't even know the answer. Sometimes you're just moving and hoping that shit lines up. Um, I'll see everyone talk about just how entrepreneurship is hard. Entrepreneurship is this. and And it is, but nobody's breaking down and really saying what is hard. Now, what is hard for me? There are days that I get up and my feet hit the floor and I'm elated. I'm elated to be an entrepreneur. I'm grateful that I get to choose the type of work schedule I want to have, the hours that I have. I'm grateful that I get to uh, charge what my worth is. And then there are days that I wake up and my feet hit the floor and I'm just like, I don't even know what my next move is right now. Like, there have been so many times that I've had like so many ideas come to my mind. And somehow start, and I'm like, okay, this don't align with the vision. And then somehow start and continue to push forward. And then over time, it's like I feel like once you hit a certain level, it requires another part of who you are. Like I definitely feel excuse me that my journey as an entrepreneur has always caused me to look inward um i definitely believe that a lot of the blessings that i've had as an entrepreneur have definitely been tied to me like blindly betting on myself um one thing i can say that i've truly and i, I still i'm still say i'm on the up and up with it with it but i always I felt like I struggled with charging my full worth as um a hairstylist. And I will always wonder why that was. Like I feel like I always needed something to justify it. And don't get me wrong, my clients absolutely um pour into me and tell me that you know I need to be charging what I'm worth, but with that being said, like that is something internal that I had to work on. And I feel like when you place yourself in position to open a business for yourself and bet on yourself, there are a lot of things that you strictly have to do off the motivation of yourself. And that shit is hard. It is hard when you don't have the energy or you don't have the days to give to that sometime. And sometimes it just feels easier to just sit and say okay I'm going to pick that up tomorrow but there also comes a point in being an entrepreneur when you know that you have to show up and recognizing that okay me wanting to charge a certain amount this is attached to my worth what is going on with that why am I feeling that way and then like I would seen a post on Instagram I can't remember I think his name is Y'all know who I'm talking about. Mahdi, Mahid. I, his content is always in black and white, and I'm I hate that I'm even butchering that man's IG handle. But I had seen a post he had posted a few days ago in regards to when being an entrepreneur makes sure you also seek another form of help, which is therapy. And and in therapy, I've been able to get to some of the issues that I feel like were holding me back. That I just I knew that it was something there but I didn't understand the root cause of it and one of those was um more recently so I had purchased some capes and robes for the suite and I wanted to elevate the experience and have wine and you know things like that for my clients so they could just really feel like they're getting their vibe on and when the idea came to me I was hype as fuck but I was just like like why am I so nervous to do to add these, you know, these new features to elevate the experience? Like, why am I talking myself out of this? Why am I not confident anymore? Or why am I not as confident about the idea when it first popped in my head? And I was talking through it with my therapist and she um was just asking me, like, when was the last time I felt like that? And I never even questioned it. And so as we're sitting there and I'm thinking, and I was just telling her, like, I think the last time I felt like that is when I had my salon in Durham. Um, and I feel like at that point in time, when I had that business, it was like a few different things that I was trying to do to elevate the, the the status of the business as far as like the notoriety, to elevate the experience. There were so many things that I just kept like trying to do or different paths I was trying to take to grow that business. And it just wasn't working. And naturally, in my mind, I had equated that to a failure. And then in talking to her about it, I didn't even realize that those two were connected. And that's that. And that is what was causing me to, like, drag my feet with, you know, putting those capes out and putting those robes out for my clients and that wine. And I had to just have a conversation with myself, like, you have to do this, like, and that, sometimes that's a scary part about entrepreneurship is like, that shit depends on you. If you decide, okay, I'm not gonna do this anymore. I don't wanna do this anymore. You have to be completely okay with sitting with that and being okay that, hey, this is where I decided to stop. And for me, I'm not comfortable with that. So even when I was still like scared as fuck to do it, I had to do it. And what I've noticed is, Sometimes all of this shit is just created in our head because the minute you know I got the capes designed, the minute I had that wine in there, I'm just like, girl, like, what was all of this about? Like what was all of this about? So it's it's so many times that I've second guessed myself. It, it's so many times that I'm just sitting here and I can still see my progress and like the growth that I've made. But in my mind, it's like, I want more. There's so much more to obtain. And then the season that I feel like I'm in right now um, is a season where I'm absolutely sowing seeds and planting um, great seeds that I know will reap a harvest. But I know my harvest is not right now. I know that my harvest possibly may be a few years down the line. And that is so hard especially when we're kind of driven by results when we're used to seeing some form of instant gratification and when you're in a season or so maybe several seasons back to back where you're constantly have having to sew and sew so in spite of not seeing so in spite of you know your money was tight this month so in spite of damn I didn't expect that to happen so in spite of fuck here go car payment like you know what I'm saying like it's 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 so many things that you just have to fight nail and two for. And to be honest, that shit can be draining sometimes. It could it could it can be so draining and I'm not at all about up here to bash my experience as an entrepreneur, but if anything, I'm just here to paint the full picture to you know, like one thing I learned in therapy is a word called dialectics. And basically that means that two things could be happening at one time. I could love the fuck out of what I do for a living or love the opportunities that are presented with me being an entrepreneur, but I can also have a time with creating motivation for myself or having to seek inspiration in different areas to remind myself of why I'm doing what I'm doing. And sometimes this journey is very lonely. It's, it's very hard. It, it really takes a toll. Um, you know, I'll see everyone on Instagram I'll be like, you know, I I I love my nine to five. I don't want to be an entrepreneur. You know, everyone has their own take on that. But let me tell you something right now. I in my sincerest take, I feel like working a nine to five is a cakewalk compared to entrepreneurship. Um, so I'm not trying to paint any image that this shit is like if you decide to quit your nine-to-five today and this is what you want to do just know that there is so much work on this side that yeah it <laughs> it is so much work over here and not even just work for the particular business that you're trying to start um and I would say too sometimes for me it's been extra hard because let me Desmond and I I believe like and of course my my brother-in-law too like the first like I feel like we're the first millennials you know or first descendants from my parents that are like true ass entrepreneurs um so like that's already some that's already isolating in a sense because when you think about white families and how they're brought up and they're used to the dynamic of running the family business understanding financial literacy needing like needing investors for their business and their parents can directly invest in the business like that is so different over here everything for my business comes out of my pocket and that affects a lot that determines a lot like of course we make money but That money has to go back into the business. And that's I'm glad I said that because that leads right into another point that I wanted to make. Um, I I think sometimes it's painted as entrepreneurs, especially when you're starting up or whatever, entrepreneurs in general like have the bag. Um (laughs) we balling out because we got our own business, and that may be true, but in the first few years of building a business, you don't reap really any real profit. Like you're able to pay your bills. You're able to keep the business afloat. And then that money has to keep continuing to go back, in this, back into the business so you can continue to grow your business. Um, so many things of that have crossed my mind as far as mentorship and who to reach out to for a mentor. Um, there's like, times where I feel like black people need more like uh, small business owners need more funding than what we have access to it's 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 so many things that we deal with on this side and I feel like to be able to still show up and be some form of present for your business deserves a fucking pat on the back um, <laughs> we wear so many fucking hats we wear so many fucking hats man like You have to know your numbers. If you, you know, keep some type of data system for your clients or your customers, stay current on trends. Now we're fucking content creators. We have to be fancy and snazzy on these fucking apps. We have to be showing up and be planning and holding ourselves accountable. Like it is, it is so much work. And as I'm talking about this, I'm like, girl. Like, how the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> how the fuck are you doing this? But I know at some point in time, these seeds that I'm sowing um, will absolutely reap harvest. They will. So let's dive into another portion of this. <laughs> I would just like to say that I feel so good now. Um, The nerves that I had in the beginning of this episode have like completely disappeared because it feels so freeing to release how I've been feeling. Um, And in knowing that me sharing this, somebody else won't feel alone. Like it feels so good. Um, So one book that stands out to mind that I read when I first started to take being an entrepreneur serious is I read Steve Harvey's book called Jump. And I remember a line in that book that he shared, any vision that comes to your head, any idea that you have, that's what you're supposed to be doing. It wouldn't be given to you if you could not execute it. It wouldn't be given to you if it wasn't attainable. Now of course we decide, you know, the the manner in which we're working towards that, but if it's deposited in your mind, if it's an idea, it's absolutely something that you can do and you can reach. And I ooh, just hit the mic. <laughs> and I I really held on to that an image I have in my head right now that I feel depicts entrepreneurship in my mind. I feel like there are so many things that you have to go through or you have to work through, that so many times you have to get out of your head, so many times you have to become comfortable with the uncomfortable and doing things outside of your comfort zone. And I feel like you're in this room and you're not released or, you know, until. You've executed what you need for your entrepreneur journey. And when I say released, it's like you walking through that door or that door opening and it's the greatest moment you could have ever expected or more, or it's that opportunity that you tarried for three years ago. Like I feel like they' like, as Nipsey said, this is definitely a marathon. Like <clears throat> I think about some of the people I followed on Instagram, When Instagram first got popping, and this was like around 2014, and a lot of people were booming in hair, like the weave industry was taking the fuck off. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm trying to hop on this train. What the fuck is going on? Like, when is it going to be my turn? And then, you know, some of these stories I was seeing on Instagram, well, majority of them, and everybody was like, followers going up, getting booked crazy, You know, and there have been so many times in the past in my career where I've like tried different things because this is what was popping and then it didn't work. And then I tried something else because this is what the majority of people were doing in the hair industry and that shit still didn't pop for me. And when I think about sometimes where I see those people now who kind of blew up overnight, like that, they're they're not on a current incline right now. And all the people who I look at who are wealthy and who have arrived to this level of success in their mind have always talked about like yo this shit was hard this is what I dealt with this is like the people who are able to sustain that level of success have been so transparent and shared like everything that nearly broke them and for me that reminded me like outside of what everyone else has going on, you have to remain true to you. This is your vision. Nobody else knows what it is because it's in your head. And I feel sometimes it's so hard to get people on board and understand, but they're also not supposed to. Um, so run your race. Run your fucking race. As hard as it is, so many nights you may be crying. Sometimes you don't know where the money is going to come from sometimes you feel like all your fucking work is in vain baby run your race because I can attest that there have been so many times that I did not know where that next coin was going to come from there have been so many times that I've questioned my own dreams and wondering if I'm going to attain them like when I look back at when I first opened that salon I was 26 I was 26 years old um that was very bold and courageous and I was I'm so proud of myself for that because I I don't know too many people who are opening brick and mortar businesses that that young like I mean we hear about it now but all of your pieces always come together like you guys we need those low moments. we need those moments that sometimes feel like they're going to break us but I promise you and I can attest to you right now without those moments and those experiences that I've had before I wouldn't have my my story here to share with you all and I wouldn't have anything to look back on and have gratitude in my heart that I'm glad that I endured and pressed through them and those are the things that keep me going they may not be grand for anyone else and of course no one knows the private sacrifices that you make or the things that you go through, you know, just to keep your vision alive. And what I want to share is that there's there are seasons, like, you're not meant to drive the same rate all the time. There are seasons that you want to kick that shit up a notch and the money is going to be booming. And then there are seasons that sometimes you have to sow and rest. And then there are seasons of confusion. Like, But it's all a part of the journey. And I always tell my clients, slow progress is still progress. A baby step is still a step. And I think about how I show up now today with intention. And I think about Emory in like 2018. And two years, like we, well, three years, we know a year goes by quick. But so much can change in that time. And I guarantee you, if you look at where you are now compared to where you were two years ago, you can see a drastic amount of improvement. You can see a drastic amount of healthy change. And that's what we have to look to. When we're having low moments, when we're wondering, you know, is my idea crazy? Is anybody going to believe in this? This is shit that's in my head that I want to express and bring out? Is there community for that? Am I going to have customers for that? Hell fucking yes. Because it's not your responsibility to be worrying about that. Those are things that are outside of your control. If we could focus on what is in our control and start, and it could start from looking like, you know, just showing up for yourself, even on a day where you may not have it to give as an entrepreneur, you wake up, find your routine, whether it's a skincare routine, find somebody's story to listen to that can empower you, that can inspire you. It may seem so cliche, but there have been several times where it's been on Sunday and I do not feel like planning content for um, Pivot's Instagram. That like me being completely honest, that is something that is stretching me because I really just want to be released from that so I can create content freely for my Emery Nicole brand. But I recognize like that's something that I still have to show up for. So on the days that I do not feel like creating content for that Instagram, I'll cut on Beyonce's homecoming in the background because I always pull inspiration from that woman. She has very strong work ethic. Um, if you pay attention to her stories, She's very transparent about her journey and just, you know, sacrifices that she's had to make. And I have to remind myself sometimes, that although, although I do not feel like doing certain things, they have to get done because that we we sometimes we can't always move off of feeling. Sometimes we just have to slowly move, slowly move off of discipline. And I know last week when I was talking to Desmond just about how I was feeling and he'll always give me this scenario and he'll say, <clears throat> excuse me, he'll say, what if this was just your last greatest sacrifice that you had to make before God said, okay, here you go. Or before that shit just pop. And I'm like, yes, I know, but that shit do not feel good. and It should do not help. Um, so that's what I wanted to say to you all to anyone who out there who may have a dream or something deep down in their heart that want you know that you want to open a business or you want to do that thing do it do it scared because what i've realized is that it it never stops being scary um and i don't think it's supposed to i've said before in in another episode fear is so healthy it's it's a lot it keeps us alive but you don't want it to cripple you. Everything I've done, I've done scared. I, vlogging on YouTube, I've done scared because I'm like, yo, I don't even, like, I'm a beginner in this arena. Creating content or stretching myself in different limits, I'm scared. That reel that I put up um, where I'm doing the different out blazer changes for that thrift haul, I was scared because... You know, showing up in that capacity, you know, creating a real, it might not have seemed like a lot to someone, but to gas myself and to think enough of myself and to be bold in myself and to have that translate in on video and camera, like that means a lot for me. There are still doors that are opening for me that I know I'm worthy to walk in. But I'm still nervous because it's the unknown. Entrepreneurship is this, I feel this big ass vessel or this thing that there are many factors that we cannot control, but the things that we can control are like sometimes, what the fuck? (laughs) So I really hope this message helps someone. I am an open book. Um what I'm trying to think of something else that I didn't discuss that I definitely would have liked to know oh absolutely biz- business funding like get some funding for your business you know start out at a rate that's affordable for you that you know that you can pay back that's well within your budget. when we opened my opened the salon in Durham, it was already a salon um, before and I thank God for that because we did not have to do. Um, such a heavy rehab. Everything was cosmetic. So we just added in two more bowls, painted the walls, and we um, moved the new furniture in there. We got business funding. We got through bb and um, We were recommended to a loan officer who worked there at the time. And we got a business loan amount for like 13K and that was enough to furnish and do everything that we need to do to get us started um and i'm grateful for that when you go into getting a brick and mortar building and just the process with that like if this is if that is something that you plan to do or you want a storefront or something like that make sure you have someone who's under, who's very savvy in um, reading you know leases and rental contracts and things like that, because there are definitely loopholes. There are definitely things that you can, um, what's the word I'm looking for that you can negotiate on because, you know, they're, they already expecting sometimes for us not to know certain things. So if you have someone who understands, um, rental agreements and leases and things like that, absolutely, um, look into that. Oh, what else? Oh, I'm sure there are better forms of liability insurance than Aflac. There's another one that I'm thinking of, but I think you have to sign up with some type of um financial package with them. But Aflac like get you some disability insurance like if you know you're you're self-employed and you're going to be out on maternity leave, <clears throat> collect a check off that. Uh what else I might need to put together well see no I'm mm -mm, I'm probably not gonna do that sorry y'all I'm over here talking through stuff (laughs) but yes those are those are my takeaways if anything else comes up in my head as I'm closing this episode I definitely will um mention it and also if you all would like like if this resonated if someone wanted a part two of this if if you all wanted to use that message link that I've been talking about on a few other episodes and send me some entrepreneur questions or some, it, like anything that you would want to know. We can absolutely do that. And I answer them. Um, this is, it's a beautiful journey, but entrepreneurship definitely puts your fucking feet to the fire. There's definitely a lot of times where you have to stay down <laughs> to come up. Um, yeah, it's, it, it it is it's work. I wouldn't trade it for the world, but this motherfucker be lonely sometimes, okay? Like I'm so glad that I I'm so thankful I have Desmond, who is an entrepreneur himself, and that you know, we don't have to share this experience by ourselves. But baby, it is some fucking work. All right, what do I I want to talk about a book that I've been reading. So we're going to close this on a lighter note, but I feel like it definitely ties in. So let's close on out and I'll discuss my book with you all. Okay, so the book that I've been reading um, is called The Alchemist. And that's what we're reading for the book club at the yoga studio that I go to. And I got the book, I believe, about a week ago, and I'm like three-fourths of the way done. It's an easy read. It's so good. Um, of course, the message is is eventually, well, not eventually, the message is pertaining to finding your personal legend. So like within you, you know, coming home to yourself, paying attention to the signs and everything around us, being present in the moment. And it's so in alignment because it's everything that I've been working on for myself with being focused on the here and the now, because I found that me being actively present and like day to day, I get a lot of my answers and a lot of my clarity and direction for things that I'm working on in the future. Um, And I would just like to share that I am thankful that I showed up for myself to go and to find a yoga studio or to find this hobby because even something as little as them reading a book at the time that I come in and this book is at the perfect space of the life that I'm in, for me, that is my sign. Those That is my confirmation of letting me know that I'm on the right path and I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, Um this I've heard from several people they've read it before and they read it again and one of my clients told me she was like you want to pick that book up and continue to read it over and over again and I love books like that I love books that make me feel the fuck good and that remind me of who I am um especially like that Oprah book that I was telling y'all about before in the beginning and what I know for sure if you don't have that please go grab it um reading has definitely been a great hobby of mine and fuck I'm even thinking about it now it's crazy like Yoga is a hobby, and reading is incorporated in that like God be doing it. yes, yes, I put that shit out into the universe of what I needed and that shit came right back to me. So even those little things lets me know that I'm doing what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing, so I'm gonna be okay as an entrepreneur like this shit is going to work out. um so with all that being said, I hope you all have a great week um. I really hope this message helped someone and really gave someone that push that they need. Again, hit that message link if you have questions and things that you want to talk about, or if you would want a part two of this or want me to dive in a little deeper. But as always, I thank you all so much for tuning in and fucking with me. And y'all bless up and have a great week. Adios.